the worst moments of our life. Hey, girl. Hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. How bad can I be? <laughs> we feel the pain is best or funny. Welcome to Worst Welcome Ever Podcast. Welcome to the Worst Ever Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Lake. I'm your toothless host, Ala Khaled, which you can go to gofundme.com <laughs> backslash Ala's New Grill. Back on this. Well, I need more money. Okay. How's it going, by the way? There's people donating. Really? Yeah. That's great. Thanks, guys. But it's not done yet. Well, no, you have a lot of, a long way to go and a lot of teeth to fill. Please, um, guys. Does it I'm, hurt? Yes. Does it? Sometimes. Really? It, yeah. Does it throb? No, it's like weather. It depends on weather, kind of. It's weird. Oh, okay. It's like my mom's knee replacement. Yes, um, but yeah, it does. It's it, it's uncomfortable. Mm. I went to the dentist yesterday. Good for you. As did my daughter. As did my son. I mean, as did my uh, husband. I'm like and your son has no teeth. <laughs> he has no teeth. <laughs> um, uh, it was a Freudian slip. Um, and w- mine were fine, thank God. Um, I find that I mean, they always tell me I need to floss more, but. Whatever. Um, Brandon is going to be going through some dental stuff. He has a tooth in front that uh, he knocked out when he was maybe like eight. It got replaced when he was eight, and it's never been replaced again. Yeah, listen. Here's, so he's got to get it but redone. But can I explain something? Like dental okay. insurance, it's shitty. It doesn't really do It doesn't much do for shit. You. No. That's why I need the GoFundMe.com backslash Allah's new grill. Oh. So, no, I'm just letting you know because it's unaffordable. Like, you can't afford – like, I'm wondering, like, how do people – like, if I want to – I should just become a dentist. If if I'm going to tell kids just become a dentist. (laughs) Yes, or a doctor, which a dentist is a doctor. So, yeah, that's – nobody has not said that before. Just become a doctor. No, no, no. That's not a new phrase. No, no, but doctors, at least they accept insurance and like they're – you know, doctors now – a lot of doctors now are doing concierge service, right? Because the insurance – thank God we all have – I mean the way the insurance is right now. I hope they don't take – because they're not making as much money as they Because doctors aren't making as much money. So now they're doing these private concierge services. And Exactly. So it's it's turning – you know – it is what it is. But dentists, they're not going to have this problem. That's why I wish with the Obamacare, at least they'd be like, I mean, there is dental programs, but like it covers shit. Like a cleaning. A cleaning and some x-rays. How often before this happened were you going for your cleanings? I never go. I would See, only okay. go. You're, the, you're, your, you're your own problem. I understand. This is why it Listen, happened. I'm changing my life. Okay. <laughs> okay. Leave me alone. I'm changing my life Wait, as we speak. I'm and it will start with GoFundMe.com uh, backslash Allah's New Grill. A L A A S N E W G R I L L. Oh, God. Help me, people. <laughs> okay, you said on the last podcast that you were going to stop smoking. I've started the had, process. Okay, that you had your end date. Can I just ask you? You don't have to tell me what the date is, but can I ask you what the plan is? Is it patches? Is no. it vapes? Nope. I'm gonna. I'm, I is got it books. I got vapes. Vapes. Okay. I got vapes, but I'm just so using them for emergency person. situations okay. only. I'm gonna do cold turkey. All right. Did you read the book? Stop smoking now. No, I'm not reading a fucking book. Okay. I, I, uh, I'm just saying. A lot of people say it works. Are you gonna go to hypnosis? I I got offered a hypnosis for my birthday. Okay. So I will probably try it. Who offered you a hypnosis for your birthday? Alyssa. That's nice. Yeah. It's she par- wants you to stop smoking. They all do. It's um, it's a hypnosis to the stars. 
Oh. So uh, apparently it works. So I'm going to do it. But I, I wonder what this man has hypnotized other stars to do or not do. Quit smoking. It's just mostly for smoking? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not like to, you know, be a chicken. No, and or, I think also. I wonder if he does that I think it's though, all, too, I think it's for also himself. for flying too. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But he's like trying to get you to stop smoking. And meanwhile, he's like also telling you to like, it's like one of those Vegas Which is shows. fine. Do a bunch of other weird shit. Which is fine. Have you ever been hypnotized? No. I don't think it'll work on me. I wonder if it will. I feel like you're way too strong-willed. I, I think so too. I'm like, I don't want you to waste your money. I would rather just try quitting on my own, but okay. Oh my or God. just donate to GoFundMe.com backslash allows new grill. You know what we never talked about? Go ahead. Your trip to D.C. Oh, the Kavanaugh? Yeah, the Kavanaugh hearing. We haven't talked we about that? We didn't talk about it. Oh, what we a only, shit show. I know. You were about to leave. Oh, my so, God. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I just realized that we never actually talked about it on the podcast. Okay, so you go to D.C. You were at the Kavanaugh hearings. Alyssa's in the background, as everyone knows, who watched SNL. Right. <laughs> or the hearing. No, so what happened? Originally, I was supposed to be in the room. Right. In the room where it happened. So- Originally, if you remember, it was supposed to happen on a Monday, and yes. then they moved it to the Friday. Right. So when they moved it, they moved it to a smaller room, so I lost my seat, which I actually was fine with because I got to watch it from the hotel live. Bar. The hotel bar. <laughs> and, yeah, and there too, back and forth. I'd bring the cocktails up to my room. Um, <laughs> and Alyssa was there. And I would like text her. I go, okay, you're on camera. Watch your, you know, I would like literally be like, be careful. Like, you know, <laughs> look up. <laughs> yeah. But she had, we had, okay. First of all, the whole thing was a shit show. I know. The day before we went to all the senators, um, we went to all the senators and knocked on their doors and told everyone told their like horrible stories. stories. It was like, so like, crazy and passionate and oh just tears and it was just a lot just imagine like 70 to 80 people going into the senator's office and the senator's closing their doors and you're in the waiting room with their secretaries and they're like we'll take you know we'll take your notes and both. and when you go in them you have to have someone from that state wait the senators cl- are closing their doors like we don't want you to come in so they have two doors they have yeah. one into the waiting room and right. then their actual office Right. So you go in, you're like, is Senator whoever hide camp here, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, hold on, you know, and she's not available right now, but we're happy to, you know, tell her whatever. But Take we'll your lie. message. Right. So everyone starts their stories. And, and like the, the assistant is like writing this down. Well, they start their stories and then so they can hear them through the door and there's songs being chanted. And it's like shit show, shit show, shit show, tears, news cameras everywhere capturing it. It was like, you know, you know, when you saw that woman running into the elevator yeah. to tell um, Flake. Her yeah. story, like it was like that, but imagine like seven, you know, and going into all the Republican senators' offices and pleading with them, please listen to us, you know. Wow. So it was, it was, it was great and like hard, and uh, it was just crazy. But it's right part of being an American. It's you know? kind of amazing that uh, I mean, I don't think people understand that that you can and should be able to walk into any senator's office and say. I disagree with this. I, or yeah. I, yeah. you know, want to lobby for this. Right. I think people assume, 
myself included, like, oh, no, 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 you can't do it. That's off limits. You can't go right. in there. So, and what, what they would do is they'd have a, a person, one of the women from that state would lead it off because they're from their state. Right. So they're a constituent. So, yeah, so it's really interesting. And then the first thing they did, they gave me a form <laughs> for, a li- for, uh, for us. And they're like, so fill this out for when you get arrested. Huh? And I go, excuse me? <laughs> and I go, oh, I'm not getting arrested. They're like, oh, well, we're planning on getting arrested. At, and I was like, no, not getting arrested. And they like offer you like. Legal services? Yeah, like the whole bit. You this would be the person that it's, that's getting you out of jail? Yeah, like, or do you have, they ask you, do you have the bail for jail? And you're like, yeah, I have it. And they're like, okay. Um but they fundraise for the bails too, you know. How much would it's the- like fifty bucks? Oh, okay. But All you're right. literally in and out of a door, like you. But I'm like, I'm not. We're not. We're not getting arrested. You're like, I'm already on like a no fly <laughs> right. list. I'm like, so. not happening. But I'm happy to be here for the cause, you right. know. But yeah. I am not getting arrested. Like I don't oh have. No, I don't have time to be in D.C. jail, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I don't want to get deported. God forbid, <laughs> you know. I'm a naturalized citizen, so I'm an American, but. Now you hear Trump talking. He wants to take that. He wants to take that away. So I'm like, yeah. you know, um, I'm like, ain't no, yeah. no, 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 I ain't messing around with that shit. <laughs> so that was that. Then the Kavanaugh thing happened, and then there was like protests outside. And it was like great speakers, and it was just, oh, chaos. It was just so much going on. Next thing you know, Alyssa's on SNL. I know. I was like, holy shit. We we fly to Florida from there because the Parkland students had a big festival fundraising for um, you know victims, victims of of gun violence, which we've just had in our own state and city, yes. which is out of control. I still don't get it why people who who are going to going through PTSD and mental illness own guns. I just it's your right. You're right. And I'm not taking the second amendment away. I think people should be allowed to have guns, but if you're going to be a gun owner, you should want stricter rules. And so that you should be proud to be one of those people who could get a gun. Yeah. I think it's hard because I think sometimes these people who do have guns have a lot of, not all of them, but some have military training and you know, nobody would look twice. Nobody would blink at, oh, you want to own a gun? Oh, and you were in the special armed forces. Oh, and you taught people how to use guns. Clearly, you are a candidate to be a gun right. owner. And then that person maybe has a mental break. And then how do you evaluate going who – there is no system in place that goes in and takes away your guns. And there should be like a SWAT team. Yeah. Anyway, fans, I'm not saying that we should not have guns. You're not allowed to have guns just in case you're a gun owner. I'm not saying that But if you're going to go shoot up a lot of people, then yeah, you're not allowed to have the gun. Right. So anyway, so we went to Parkland, did that, and then we campaigned for Gillum. Right. Because that's my home state, Florida. And, and how did that work out last week? Well, I don't know how it is now because we're recording a little earlier, but they're in the middle of a recount. Oh, really? So we don't know. It, by the time this airs, yeah, we we'll won't know. know. We'll, we won't know. Jeez. Okay. Um, and so we did that. And then I stayed for three weeks and saw my family. Mm-hmm. Um, What's then- going on with the, um, where are you guys in the process of the, the trial with the family? Oh, so my, the, they had, my dad regained visitation. Great. At any hour. They cannot Good. give him a hard time. Good. So that's the first step. We, I think they subpoenaed their like, 
funds, you know, to see what their financial and there's another court date. I think it'll be just passed once this airs. And then I think another one after that. Wow. It's yeah. a lot of court dates. Yeah. A lot of courts. A lot of courts for this family. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah. So, thank did you, that. DJ Khaled. Yeah. <laughs> so, then that. And then I flew to New York from there, met Alyssa back in New York. And I can't remember. Oh, it was the Me Too anniversary. Right. So, Alyssa was honored by Tarana Burke, who started the Me right. Too. Um, at the uh, plaza, it was a huge gala. It was awesome. That's so cool. It was great. I stayed at the Marriott Marquis <laughs> on the eighth floor. We the, know where the bathroom where the bathroom are. is. Um, and that, that was it. And I came back, and then I flew to New Orleans for right. the engagement of the century. <sighs> it's been a lot. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. Um, well, I uh, we're doing pretty well, you know, with the the whole. Have you donated to my GoFundMe yet? Um, I'm pretty sure I have. Great. Um, <laughs> uh, we're doing pretty well with having, you know, two kids and like me going back to work. It's definitely, I think, been um, harder on Brandon. I think it's actually much harder to be home with two children than alone yeah. than it is to be at work. Yeah, I agree. Way harder. Oh, yeah. Um, even as long as your days are like, there was one day I came home and it was a long day and he literally looked at me. He looked so exhausted, just beaten down, beaten down from two children. Poor guy. It's hard. And I think, I think also like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of used to crazy chaos with two children. I'm not saying it's easier for me because I have, I have my moments too, but, um, I think it's, uh, I think he doesn't multitask. As well as I do, but you know he's done he's done pretty well with it. I wished my mom and dad could have come out and helped us, but you know they have a they have a busy life. They have all kinds of things. My mom is constantly going on trains. I don't know what's the deal with that. Hey, hey, little guy. You mean trains like to like Amtrak? Yeah, well, like these historical train trips. You know who did that? Who? Daniel Miles. His family did up to California. I guess there's this like old like train cart that's attached to the um uh amtrak oh and it's like this historical like couple cars that are like old school like 1930s that's kind of cool and it's like the bedrooms the whole but restaurant you stay on the train you stay on oh, it the okay. whole time yeah. yeah this is more like a day trip thing i don't know it's i mean it's probably very cool um but they i just feel like every time i talk to them they're doing some weird train trip can i can we talk for a second though about Social media. What about it? I find it really interesting that I feel like we are in our own generation with how we deal with social media and the people that are younger than us and the people that are older than us deal with it completely differently. Case in point. Go. I feel like young people are super into it. Meaning like they look at it all the time. It is, they are living their lives in FOMO sometimes. It it is their the way that they connect to the world in some weird way. I feel like older people on the Facebook, not so much the other ones, they are also on it constantly. You, I mean, you said my, your, your my parents, parents are, are on the Instagram because of my brother and Assad. Yeah. Obsessed. Like right. they, I, I, and the problem is, is my parents don't know how to use it, but they're, uh, they're always 
on it and they're always trying to comment and stuff. And right. I'm like, what are you saying? I, yes, I know. I have gotten some some very funny misspelled odd comments from like fam- older family members. <laughs> well, my like, parents. What does that mean? I, I don't have. I don't have any family members on my Facebook. You're not friends with your family. Nobody. The only one for my family I have is my cousin Mohana. Mm-hmm. Call him Mo. Only because I friended him when Facebook first came out. Right. So I just was like, well, I didn't like, how am I going to take him off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when I realized what Facebook really was, right. I was like, oh, hell no. And that's funny to me because I don't, I don't really use Facebook as much anymore. Um, and I... No, I mean, I like social media. I think it's cool. I, I like looking at people's pictures and stuff. And I think it's cool to connect with fans, but I don't view it as real life. Does that make sense? I don't look at people's pictures and think to myself, oh my God, their life is so much better than my-. like, I, I don't, I don't, it's like a separate thing. It's like watching TV. I don't I think TV I is don't real life. Care even, I don't even care I don't that care. much. I don't care. I got in a, I got in a, fa- entertainment I got in a Facebook war during the whole, um, Gillum thing. Mm-hmm. With some friends from high school, but it was like a friendly war. Like I'm still friends with them. Right. Even though they're idiots and voted for that weird DeSantis Republican guy. Um, but like, that's your opinion and you're entitled to it. And right. just as long as you vote, I don't care. You know, it's just funny to me because it's like, I feel like sometimes. Oh, I had people like, I have, pe- I there have friend- people that comment and you're uh, about your life as if that's your real life. Right. And you're like, dude. Yeah, no. Right. But <laughs> don't I, you feel like we're like closer than that? No, but I pro- and I don't understand how to use it anyways, like the Facebook. Oh, I know. Well, you're you're So you're people really are like, "Well, it. I invited you to this thing." I go, "I don't know how to find that." That's my favorite. "Well, I invited you to my birthday party. I'm so sorry I didn't get the invitation. It was on Facebook." I'm like, "Oh, well, yeah, no." I don't I, I don't even know. I'm like, "I don't know where to find that." It's like to me like the fifth level of communication. Yeah. If you call me, A, B, text me, right. C, email me, you know, D, direct message me, E, send me an invite on Facebook. Like that's just, or I'm e, never yeah, going to see it. Yeah. I, I was it. like, I, I don't know how no to worse. find that. Like people are like, I requested you as a friend like Yo, six you, months you ago. And I go, find that. Uh, I don't know where that is. And they go, it's right here. And I'm like, oh my God, I have like 1300 people waiting for, um, pe- yeah. you know. Oh Yeah. And by the way, I only accept people that uh, from high school that I know at least 20 people of the same. We're mutual right. friends. Otherwise, forget it. Well, yeah, it's just got it's weird. Um, my pet peeve as of late, because, you know, I have many. My pet peeve as of late, and it's I feel like it's getting worse, are people that walk in crosswalks or walking across the street or in parking lots looking down at their phones. Guys, I'm one of those people. What's the number one thing you were taught? Well, I'm one up? of those people. Look both ways when you cross the effing well, street. I Stop do that, looking down. I do that, but I you're also, an idiot. You're gonna get. You're I, gonna get I, hit. I do it both. I do it both. I literally honk. At I wanted to get hit. And I tell them. To I look want up. to get hit so I can blame the insurance on my tooth, <laughs> which you can it's still so, fund me at GoFundMe.com/backslash/AlazNewGrill. Uh, it's so annoying and like, I, it's just very unsafe. And I feel like people are like, they think that nothing's going to happen to them. And it, it's, I don't know. It drives me crazy. Um, well, restaurants, people are, I'll sit at a restaurant with friends or whatever. And we'll talk for rude, a minute yeah. and then we're all of a sudden on our phones. Yeah. I feel like that's rude too. Right. Like you're doing right now. I'm just checking the time because I have a dentist appointment. Okay. <laughs> um, did you get your butcher box? 
I got the butcher box. You guys. Oh my God. I really love it. We made chili uh, two nights ago. Tell the people what the butcher box is, and then I'm going to tell you what I did. Okay, with so it. butcher box delivers healthy, 100% grass fed and grass finished beef, free range orange, chi- uh, or, orange, orange chicken. Orange chicken. You I want love, orange chicken. I love, I'm craving orange chicken. Free range organic chicken and heritage breed pork. What is heritage breed pork? It's delicious, apparently. It's heritage. <laughs> the incredible quality of butcher box meats start with. The commitment to raising animals humanly and free of antibiotics That's and humanely. hormones. Humanly. That's humanly. No, no, we're not raising animals for humans. No, <laughs> it's, it's human. Can we do this ad again? You're doing terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put your cheaters on. You raise them just like and people. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Listen, guys. All right. Butcher Box is basically a box that comes to your door. It's lots of different kinds of meats. They're all high quality and healthy proteins, grass fed, free range chickens. They're antibiotic and hormone free. And you can do your selection. It curates for you the finest selections of meats and makes it a breeze to customize your own delivery. It's well, very convenient. And you get like eight to 11 pounds of meat. Yeah, in each order. And they're all frozen individually, which I love. Then you just take out what you want. No, and the best is like I was. I was around out all day yeah. and uh, my apartment manager said, you have a box that's I left at your front door. I was like, great. It was been a couple hours, three hours or so. Yeah. And when I got, I was like, oh no, it's the butcher box. And I was all panicked that it was going to thaw out. Yeah. And no, still frozen. Perfect. So many great meats. I, I, do you know what I made? What? Because of the teeth, I need soft meats. Oh my God. <laughs> I, Made the uh, steak tips with like mushroom sautéed mushrooms and oh, it's so good. I really want to make the the um, beef tips in like like an old school stew with potatoes and carrots. Yes. That's what I'm going to do with yes. mine. My husband made chili two nights ago with the ground beef. It is so good. I was like dying. It was like 62 degrees here, so of course you know in LA that's our winter. And he was like, we have to make chili. And the meats are you know they're. They're raised humanely, right? No, or they, or is it humanly? It's humanely. Okay. But no, the best is, is that it's, they, it's like going to your best butcher, right? But it comes right to your door. And it comes right to your door. Yeah. You don't have to like sit at the Ralph's and like hunt for good meat, you know? <laughs> the, well, sometimes have you been to the grocery store to yes, find it, meats? Can I tell you the one right down the street? They have an organic section that is so small. It's literally one choice of chicken, one choice of beef. By the way, did you see the size? Did you see the size of the chicken breasts? Yes. And the thickness of the bacon? Oh, the bacon. Let me talk to you about the bacon. Guys, for $20 off your first box and a package of free bacon in every box for the life of your subscription. Yeah, free bacon for the life of your subscription. Go to butcherbox.com backslash worst and enter code worst at checkout. Even though it's the best. It's the best. That's butcherbox.com backslash worst and enter code worst at checkout for $20 off your first box and a package of free bacon. And it's perfect for me because I'm going back on my protein diet. Uh, Well, you got to go on some kind of diet. All right. Take it easy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's delicious. So we are going to the mountains this weekend. For? Family getaway. Why? Um, We're going with our gunkles, uh, which is the kids' gay uncles. Who's that? Our friends, Brian and Christian. Great. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited. Brandon's just like thrilled that it's going to be a high of 56. My husband, loves. you know, he loves a cold weather. Poor guy. He literally is, he's from the Midwest. He never gets any kind of holiday or a uh, um, season out here. 
He moved to a desert where it's hot all the time. And that's all he talks about is how hot it is. Do you have a cabin? It's a cabin. Yeah. It's a cabin. It's really cute. Is there like electricity? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not oh. like rust. It's like flat screens and like, it's oh, like okay. nice. It's not like a, yeah. By the way, I'm, I wanted to ask you cause you're an idiot. Um, My house. Your Malibu house? It's probably burned down. That's what I was going to ask you. So do you know what, Rob, you're going to die. So she goes to her children's fundraiser, which it's like a- Halloween carnival fundraiser. Which is like, it's a hoity-toity, like- It's pretty fancy. She pays a lot of money for the school for the kid. Yeah. But then you have to fundraise for the- But you have to fundraise, which I'm like going, what are they fundraising if you're paying so much tuition? So anyway, there's all these like silent auction items and- You, I'm sleep deprived. And I just want to tell you, I make, sometimes I make really bad choices when I'm sleep deprived. Right. Well, this was the dumbest. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I told you about her wedding, how it was a <laughs> destination, but not destination wedding, which is a nightmare. So now she decides instead of like going away for her birthday or having a birthday party. Cause my big four is coming up. Right. She bids on a Malibu home. On the beach. On the beach for a week. A week. Okay. But it's (laughs) (laughs) $5,000. And I'm like, do you know what you you could have gone for $5,000? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I said, I wasn't making clear choices. I'm like, you're going an hour away. Here's my thought. Okay. You're going an hour away. It's not going to make sense to a lot of other people. Look, if go I, get a room at the um at the um w- one of those beach resorts and spend a couple nights there and be. What do you mean, like in in Mexico or something? No, in Santa. If you're going to do that, just take. I don't two want nights. to go to Santa Monica. Oh, okay, a Malibu hotel, whatever. There are no Malibu hotels. It doesn't matter. The fire is now headed towards Malibu. Well, I know. So now it's probably all for naught. But do you get the money back? I don't know. I think we just have to see, wait and see what happens. I don't think that's going to be their first priority is me calling and being like, hey, I just bid on this house. So I just want to make sure, am I getting my money back or is your house burned down? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wait and see. Well, I told her straight up, I'm not coming to your 40th birthday party because I'm not driving to Malibu to get drunk to drive back. No one says you have to drive back. There's three bedrooms. That's the whole point. Okay. And you're going to invite 30 people. No, I'm not. Whatever. Right. I'm not doing that. Here's my thought. Okay. And it's probably a dumb one, but like I said, I wasn't really thinking clearly. I, mama needs a vacation and I really want to do something for my 40th. And I want, and Brandon's 40th was last year. I want to do something. So the problem is we would love to go to Mexico, but to get somebody to watch both of our kids while we go to said Mexico is difficult. Your parents would do it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if being out of the country is like, and leaving them with two kids is like, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot of time to get on a plane and get down to Mexico. And then if we want to have any kind of party with our friends, there's a good chance that no one will be able to come because it's expensive. What are you doing? What are you eating? No, I have to take my antibiotics. Oh, okay. I have to, it has to be an hour before my appointment. Okay. All right. Because I have heart murmur and I can't, they can't do any kind of, any kind of t- dental stuff. With oh, that. that's right. You have to take, all right. Well, he's taking an antibiotic. Uh, so this will probably give me diarrhea. Oh, great. Okay. Anyway, I guess my thought was it's an entire week. We could go with the kids for like three or four days and have like a nice like vacation with them. And we could probably leave them at home if God forbid anything happened or it wasn't going well. You know, we're like 30, 30, 40 minutes away. So these are giant antibiotics. Oh, God. Are you going to have to put them in some peanut butter and swallow them like my dog does? I might need more than this. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to get some water. Um. 
So yeah. So anyways, well, I thought it was a dumb move, and I I just would have loved to seen Brandon. Rob likes it. Uh, I think it's a great idea. I Thanks, would have Rob. loved to seen Brandon's reaction when you just said, "Uh, honey, we just won a house in Malibu." Oh, great for five thousand dollars. <laughs> Which you could have donated to GoFundMe.com backslash Alas New Grill. I put it this way. I told Brandon that for his 40th birthday, I was going to get him tickets to the Super Bowl. And that would have easily probably been the same amount of money. More. Probably more. And his team did not go to said Super Bowl. So I owe him and now myself. So what happens when the, for our what happens if the Vikings go to Super Bowl this year? Well, we already spent it on a Malibu house that burned out. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope it didn't. Let's hope it didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They might go. They might. They might. I don't know. What do you think, Rob? Do you think it's dumb? Uh, I think it's a great idea. Um, you couldn't get a hotel that nice for that much. Not for, for a, a week. week. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, on the beach, a, private no. beach, three bedrooms where you can invite like your friends. Yeah, and yeah stuff? absolutely. I don't know. I um, mean, I guess there's a lot of ways to skin a 40 year old cat, but this was just one of them. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just. Uh, if we didn't similar. have kids and that when were is so this, young, when would this be? June. Yeah, I think I'd. I, I'm going to wait until like May or June when it's a little warmer. The water is going to be freezing. I don't care about the water. Then why have it? I like being by the beach. I don't need to get in the water. I like. Walking on the sand. I like being by the beach. I just, I don't, I don't like, I like being by the water. I don't know. It's my thing. I enjoy it. I know it's not your thing. You hate sand. You hate, you hate all of it. You're not even really like a pool person. Oh, I love the, I, you know, I used, to, I used to be on the swim team. That means nothing. <laughs> I was, an ama- I'm, I'm an amazing swimmer. 35 years ago. I, I can swim like you never seen before. <laughs> okay, Michael Phelps. I, I am like him. You're like Michael Phelps. I would love to take you out to a pool and film you for the podcast. Mm. You can put it on the Instagram. I'm an amazing backstroker. <laughs> Please don't say things and my, like that. And my flip turns are insane. <laughs> and I can butterfly and I can freestyle. Okay. All right. When was the last time you were swimming laps? Um, Not that long ago. Where? When... At Alyssa's pool. Okay. Remember when I was on the diet when we when we were editing the pilot? Yes. I would go every day to her pool and swim laps. Oh. Okay. Remember I had to do ghetto version of exercising. That's the right. Way. So yeah. I would go there. <laughs> I'd do my Zumba for $3. I'd walk 10 miles a day. And you'd swim your laps. And I'd swim my laps. You got to get back into that. Yeah. It's well, really good it's, for you. But it's cold right now. Okay. Well, I'm sure they can heat the pool. It was like a thousand degrees. I know, but it's getting out and then drying off. Oh, geez. It's too much. Yeah, it's part of the swimming, usually. But not in the cold air. All right. Well, good luck at your dentist appointment. Thank you. Um, But you know how you can help? (sighs) Is to go to GoFundMe.com backslash Allah's New Grill. Grill. And think about me with new teeth eating on my butcher box. I don't know if anyone needs that visual. Please, please help me. Oh, God. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Worst Ever Podcast. You can find me at a lock. No. Where can you find me? At Alec. The antibiotics are kicking in. I can't think. <laughs> at Alec Led. Don't ask. You can find me. I'm sure nobody has a lock Khaled. I think there is somebody. I got to figure that out. Can you help me with that? I don't know how to do it. Yeah, of course. I don't even think it, I don't think it matters. You just add a new profile and add a new name. I don't want to add. I have all my followers. Mm. I have a lot. 
How many do you have? More than Rob. <laughs> burn. Sick burn. Sick burn. At Alec Led and also GoFundMe.com backslash Alas New Grill. You can find me at Yo Lakin and you can fund my Malibu dreams. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, you, you can, can find, find worse. Me at Alec Led <laughs> on Instagram. Rob. Snake Dick. You can find me uh, also at Worst Ever Podcast and Worst Ever PC on Twitter and email us at worsteverpodcast.com. Thanks, by the way, you guys, for all of your emails. Um, I have been responding to some of them and you have great guest ideas. And don't worry, I'm working on it. I actually just talked to Patrick Duffy last week. There might be some new developments coming up. Might be seeing him. Uh, I've also been in contact with some other former cast members from Step by Step. I'm not going to say who because I'm just going to keep them under wraps um, until we get them on the podcast, but I think it's all happening. Um, also, we've been watching, we've been listening to Escaping Nexium. Thank you to a couple of you who recommended that. It is chilling. I'm on episode two right now. Did you listen to it last no, night? No, I'm going to listen to it today. Oh my God. I can't wait. We have to talk about it. I can't wait. Rob, have you listened to it? No, I was going to ask about it. It's, it's crazy, you guys. There's, it's, it's, to me, it's so enlightening to see how this woman is from her perspective how she got into it and is got she wrapped local up into in it. la or is she... she's no she's um from vancouver oh, okay her name is sarah edmonton but she talks about getting into it and she ended up being um like one of the very high up people nancy saltzman i think her her daughter she ended up being like her best friend so i think she was in that inner circle I would love Allison to have Mack her on here and, if she's ever in LA. Oh my God, me we too. We have to talk to her. We have to. If anyone can find her info, tell her we've talked about it on the show and I would love to talk about it. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy, but you can see how people get wrapped up into this stuff and feel like they're really doing good self-help for themselves. She spent like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on these workshops. And she has like a black, um, a blackmail letter that she probably gave to them too. That's, I mean, the second episode, she's talking about the blackmail. Okay. Yeah. And the branding and the crime. She got branded as well. She got branded at Allison Mack's house. In Vancouver? Yes. And they like made them get naked and blindfolded them and drove them there. And she knew it was her house, but didn't, they told them not to take the blindfolds off. She's like, I could tell, I could, I knew the, the, what her carpet looked like and that it was her perfume and I knew it was her house. And they let oh them into God. like the Is she third testifying? Bedroom. I don't know. I wonder. I have so many questions for her. Like, does Allison serve her hors d'oeuvres? Like when they walk in, like you know, no, there was there was no hors d'oeuvres to the branding. No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. You don't get like a bottle of water. A, no, and I don't tea. even know that she. I don't know if Allison was there specifically in the room. She smelled there was her a perfume. doctor. Yeah, but it was her house. Right. Yeah, in like a third bedroom. And there was a doctor who did the branding with the cauterizing iron needle, whatever. And they were all like crying. And she said it was horrible. It was like 20 to 30 minutes that took with no anesthetic. They were like burning these, these women. And she says to the, her higher up, her like slave master, she's like, I don't want that. I don't want that on my, it's ugly. And I don't want that symbol on my body. I don't have tattoos. I don't have piercings. I don't want it. And the woman's basically said to her, you need to think about this as your commitment to yourself. And if you're having a problem with this, it's your problem and you need to get over it. They turn everything around. Oh, God, you guys, it's fascinating. It's called the Nexium Flip. That's what they call it. Oh, my God, we got to have her on. It's Email so her. interesting. Yeah. Email her. Say, if you're in L.A., we'd love to have you on. Unless she's testifying. Maybe while she's testifying. <laughs> when we're at the court case, I hope. <sighs> All right, guys. Well, enough of that. 
Listen to it, email us, and we'll hear you next week. Right. Bye.